Welcome to the Encountering Jesus with Bruce Byrne daily podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm glad you're here. Today is Tuesday, week 26, day two. Take a moment to work through the pre-flight checklists on your own. And of course, it's good to do the first two right now. But if you want to wait to ask for forgiveness and extend forgiveness to others uh, to some other point in your day, that is certainly okay. Today's podcast is titled Understanding Salvation, A Deeper Dive, Part 25. We've been discussing saving faith's appropriate expression, and yesterday I left off the teaching section of the podcast with a messy and complicated paragraph. I'm going to repeat the paragraph but then qualified in a very important way. Here's how we left off from yesterday. In light of the many components of the salvation gifts, when we learn of our need and of Jesus' offer, we approach Jesus for salvation. He offers to forgive, justify, and redeem us, and we ask him to do so. He offers to adopt us into his family, and we consent. He offers to bring about our spiritual rebirth, and we give him permission. He expresses his desire to commune with us and to live in us through the Holy Spirit, and we invite him into our hearts. He offers to complete and bring to fruition in our lives his saving work, and we surrender ourselves to him. Such is saving faith's proper expression. But... This must be qualified in light of Jesus' generosity and grace. While there are times when faith's expression must be full and complete for a desired result to be realized, surgery, for instance, will not take place unless the consent forms are properly filled out and signed, salvation does not depend upon the perfection or strength of our faith because the one who died to purchase salvation for us eagerly desires that we should come to possess it. Without some knowledge of our need and of the salvation God offers to us, no one would turn to Jesus to be saved, but few, if any, understand the fullness of the salvation gift package or exactly what they're about when they first confess their sin, ask for forgiveness, or invite Jesus into their hearts. Yet, Jesus gives the fullness of his salvation to those who ask before they understand the fullness of what they're asking for. When we appropriately express our faith in him, Jesus does for us that which we cannot do for ourselves, and one of the things we can't do is appropriately express our faith in Him. In our brokenness, we cannot wholeheartedly consent to receive all that He has for us, invite Him into our hearts, or surrender to His care. Yet Jesus, despite our ignorance and inability, graciously accepts what we bring to Him. Jesus responds to the incompleteness of our faith with complete and full salvation. For a meditation today, make a pass through two encounters. The first is where the Father cries out, I believe, help my unbelief. That's from Mark chapter 9. And the second is where the widow's son is restored to life. That's from Luke chapter 7. For our questions today, question 1. In the first encounter, is the Father an example of perfect faith? Question 2. In the second encounter, does the widow's faith play any role in the restoration of her son? And question three, does salvation depend upon our perfectly placed and expressed faith? 
for worship today? Praise God that he blesses us with salvation despite the imperfection of our faith. Our concluding prayer. Jesus, at every turn, you have done for me that which I am unable to do for myself. Help me to grow in understanding so that my faith in you becomes more and more complete. Amen. Let's pray together. Jesus, at every turn, you have done for me that which I am unable to do for myself. Help me to grow in understanding so that my faith in you becomes more and more complete. Amen. Today, remember to pray for the people you know who need emotional healing. 